It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Avalanche fans, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you may be listening, and thank you for joining the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with a fresh week of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. So, man, what do we discuss today? <laughs> Uh, I don't think this is going to be a very uh, happy episode, although my plan was to have uh, the regular Fandom Friday on Friday, but like last week, uh, we're going we're gonna to move it to today, and the reason for that is because the plan was to have someone that uh, had been to the game, and we are still having that person on today. And that's what I decided to move it back to today rather than wait just because of everything that went down and everything that just went wrong at this event. This was supposed to be the, the, the event of the season if you're a Colorado Avalanche fan. Uh, you know, been looking forward to this since it was announced a year ago. Second um, time that they're having a winter, not a winter classic game, stadium series game, outdoors, you know the whole story. First time around against Detroit, 2016, although they lost the game, very entertaining game, great venue, great weather. This time, it was, by all accounts, the complete opposite. Clearly, a different venue. Maybe things weren't thought through all the way through when they were picking the venue, I had read some articles leading up to the week leading up to the game of people saying, yeah, I'm staying away from there for the simple fact of traffic. And that was an understatement. Everything you saw after the game, the videos you've seen of the traffic, I can't imagine. Now, my wife lived in the Colorado Springs area. She was, she's military. She was military. So she's well aware. She's, she was not surprised. She's well aware of the, the the roads to get in and to get out of those military bases. And she was not surprised one bit. Um, wow. Right down from, from the game, the way that the Avs played, which we'll get into uh, in the Fandom Friday on a Monday segment uh, with Nikki. Um, it's just they, they didn't look good to begin with. And then everything just because of that. Of course, everything else went wrong. From the traffic to the the wet, the weather held up. I mean, it was cold. It was in the mid 30s, I think, when game time started. So it probably dipped. You know, it probably it was probably chilly. But I'm reading things on not enough uh, bathrooms and porta potties and food and drinks, and this just seems like it was a, a complete dropped the ball effort at every level with the exception of the field looking good and the rink looking good 
you know, and you had a jet there, which looked really good. The optics of it, if you're watching a game on television, everything was fine. If you didn't read a thing afterwards, you would have thought, Avs played a terrible game. And, you know, we'll get <clears throat> back to practice and got Tampa Bay coming up, which is going to be a tough game. Now you got two losses. In a row. It, you know, if you're not paying attention to the other stuff, it looked like it was a, a good event. We've got the military involved, tons of flyovers, all the fireworks. But if you read into everything that happened afterwards, and if all of that stuff isn't bad enough, now we're getting reports that somebody actually died. A, a civilian person actually died. Not at the game, from what I understand, <clears throat> but pretty close by. I don't know how the roads work in and out of there. There's a bridge somewhere close to it. This person fell off a bridge. It's it's just there can't be and not that that's that's the worst. Yeah, they played bad. Yeah, they ran out of food. Yeah, they ran out of drinks and beer. Yeah, there there wasn't enough accompaniment on bathrooms. Yeah, the traffic sucked. But when you add a civilian person that went to this game died. Man, like, are the Avalanche ever going to get another outdoor game? If they do, you can be damn sure it is not going to be at the Air Force Base. As as good as, as that, that's a, a great place to have it. Everybody appreciates what the military do. And when you when you honor them by kind of having this event at a place like where they work, people love it. And that's where I say, like, the optics of this look good. But man, this just seems to be a ball dropped on every front. So we are going to we are going to get into our Fan of Friday segment. We might have to break this up into two parts. Because I wasn't even anticipating talking this much about the game, but there's so much from the game to the aftermath. Even before people were not getting to this game till the second and third period. So we I don't know. We'll see how this goes, but we might have to break it up into two parts the game today and then we'll do another part tomorrow just based on her fandom with the Avs and talk about the history with the Avs and how she's been a fan of them so we'll see how it goes but for today I couldn't wait to Friday to talk about this because this needs to be talked about now and get a first hand account of what went on at this game so we are going to dive into that right now my name is Paul Stewart a third generation Irishman from Dorchester Mass I made it to the NHL as both a player and a referee. I was even elected to the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. When I was skating, I had my share of lumps and bumps. I gave a few back, too. As a stand-up old-school guy, I've always been hesitant to try fads, but recently I became a big fan of a company called Easy Feeling Wellness. A hockey buddy sent me 1,000 milligrams of intensive relief rub. Easy Feeling markets a line of natural plant-based hemp extract products including gummies, soft gels with melatonin, and tinctures. Their motto is to enjoy every day, which all of us banged-up baby boomers and old skaters can relate to. Easy-feeling products are non-addictive. They don't get you high, and they're perfectly legal. Give Easy-feeling a try by going to easyfeelingwellness.com. They will even give you 20% off your first order by using my special code, PS20. Easy-feeling wellness. Enjoy every day. Don't Luca now. But the Los Angeles Clippers might be in trouble. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. 
Dallas Mavericks forward Luka Doncic dropped a triple-double and an overtime buzzer-beating three-pointer to tie their series with the Los Angeles Clippers. You have to listen to Locked On Mavericks today for a very hype Nick Angstadt. To the NFL, where 77 positive COVID tests from 11 teams were re-examined by a New Jersey lab. All of those tests have now come back negative. For the latest on the NFL's quest to return, subscribe to Locked On NFL and the new Peacock and Williamson NFL show. And finally, sources tell ESPN's Adam Schefter that Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson missed two training camp practices due to a groin injury. Listen to Locked On Ravens for the latest on the reigning MVP and why the team released Earl Thomas. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so welcome back. And like I said in the first segment, I was typically going to save this segment until Friday, but after all of the good or good and is there any good? I don't know if there's any good that came out of the stadium series game, but I, I had to back this up to Monday and get our fan on the show who was at the game, firsthand experience. So please welcome Nikki Field or Fields, I'm sorry. Field. 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 <laughs> Nikki Field. How are you doing today, Nikki? I'm good. Well, absolutely fantastic. A lot better yes. than yesterday. <laughs> can, you, can you spread the news or what? Um, yeah, I'm actually engaged All today, right. which is actually fantastic, much better than yesterday's. Just, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> now, was, was he planning on doing it like at the game and he was just like, I can't do it today. There's just too much crap that went on. I'm going to wait no, till the morning or was this always the plan? He was working yesterday, so he had it planned to have it today. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it would it, it worked out the whole week. Obviously, it's Valentine's Day weekend, so everybody's doing all these sorts of things, yeah. and it's like, okay, end of the weekend, we'll send this. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on that. Thank you. And now we have to be done with the nice things and talk about the not so nice things. Not so nice. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll just throw it out to you and give me the overall experience. Good, bad, indifferent, doesn't matter. Just how, what was it like? What was your day like at the Stadium Series game? Why don't you take us through the well, whole thing? Yeah, so kind of how it started. So it was really funny. So I originally had bought one ticket for the game um, up in MU12 was my original ticket. Well, and, and I'll have to shout out to my girl Cassie, my superwoman, Colleen. She's my other diehard abs fan. She ended up coming down with influenza A and pneumonia. Mm. So she mm. couldn't make the game. So she ended up giving me her three additional tickets to go. Oh. So here I am with four tickets to the game. And I ended up getting um, a couple buddies of mine to go with us. So I was like, cool, awesome. Um, granted, I live in the Springs. I know traffic's horrendous here. It's awful. Like, because we have the Gap Project and we have multiple different road construction projects going on in town. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate part of the Car Springs, they were not anticipating 47,000 people to come to the game. That's their biggest downfall. Um, we well, can I ask you, can I ask you yeah. something? Quickly? Now, I mean, that, that, that's an arena that obviously can hold that many people, but do mm-hmm. they, they don't pull that much for like Air Force football games. I'm assuming. Not as far as I know. Um, I think the worst one they've had was Air, anytime Air Force, Army, Air Force, Navy, Air Force, Marines, or I don't know if the Marines have a football team. Um, anytime they play, it's that bad. It's like okay. a four hour detour up and down. Vic Lombardi, I think, was talking about it on Twitter yesterday. 
Um, and I had, there was another guy, I think on Twitter was taking six and a half hours to get in and out huh. of Falcon. The, so if some people, if you've never been to air force, there's only two entrances. There's a North entrance, which is off of North gate, nine 25 and then the South entrance, which is at Academy nine 25. So it's about four miles away, maybe five miles away from each of them. Mm-hmm. There's only two entrances in, and there's only one road to get really up to the Academy, which is really awful. Just yeah. downright awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I said in the in the opening segment, my my, my wife was in the army mm-hmm. out there, out in Colorado, right there. Oh, and she? yeah, and when she said, you know, when I told her the next day after all the 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 driving issues, she wasn't shocked. No, no. I, I think the thing that shocked me the most was the fact okay, so kind of how our day started was we I parked at Interquest and I-25, which is literally four miles from the academy. Four mm. miles. It took us three hours to get into base, three hours to move four miles. So if you were not at that game at one noon, one o'clock, and I was trying to get my buddies to go, but they were like, no, 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 we should have a perfect time. And I'm like, Mm. okay, (laughs) I have a a feeling. No. (laughs) Yeah. So what the problem is, is we have the gap project. So if anybody that is not from Colorado, we have this huge they're trying to turn I-25 into three lanes, and unfortunately, they did this 10 years too late, mm-hmm. and it's a nightmare coming up and down. Well, they had shifted the road. I don't know when they shifted the road, to the highway left, so they did that, okay. and you've got people going in and, like, cutting people off. The problem is then, so when you get on Northgate, you have this roundabout. You have two roundabouts to get into the academy, and... It just, there was no, the thing that I think that, that bothered a lot of people, there was no police officers directing traffic. There was no security dri- 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 directing traffic at all. Mm. And that was my biggest problem. You have 47,000 fans coming to this game. You had people that were on I-25 for three to four hours to get into the game. And no one's directing traffic. I mean, when we got to the gate, they weren't even searching cars or looking at IDs. That's how bad it was. Oh. They were basically saying screw it we're just letting everybody in which it is- turned into like the original woodstock where it was just like let people in they stopped taking tickets and well, yeah people just yeah. yeah i mean i read that too that i read that something they they were they told people to get there obviously early because they, they kind of anticipated the traffic but they mm-hmm. didn't didn't seem like they did anything to help it at all it was just like well we know it's going to be a cluster you know what and we're just gonna have to deal with it well so what's weird and i wish <laughs> that they could have done it they there's tip there's four lanes going into on stadium boulevard there's mm-hmm. four lanes going they didn't have any of that club they didn't have they, they had the right two lanes open the other two lanes were still for southbound traffic and it's uh, like why well that's not good because right. you have you've got people just turning there were people hoofing it they were from what i read on between starbucks or between twitter and my facebook group so i'm also admin of the abs family group on facebook mm-hmm. and i have a lot of people not very happy yeah. um, of that experience so uh, there were people parking at like the starbucks the 7-eleven um the restaurants up off the north gate and hoofing it to mm. the stadium just everywhere walking and i was like i commend the people to do that because that's a two mile three mile walk yeah that's not and it's up and down and it's snowy and muddy and it's just it's awful and that was the other thing i heard was the the parking lot because the weather has been kind of up and down was just 
uh, I didn't anticipate making this many references to Woodstock, but yeah, uh, it seems like that was like a mudslide in, yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah. So when, so we got, so when we finally get into parking, which here's the, here's the thing that really set me off. I paid the $20 for additional parking and they didn't even check it. Really? They didn't even check it. And that's Ugh. what drove me nuts. I paid $180 for this entire event. And yet the $20 I paid for parking didn't even get checked. Verified. <sighs> My friends, my friends, Jacob and Katie, they came from Denver. They had theirs checked. But once we and we were, but the problem is we didn't even get to the stadium until beginning of the second period. That was my next I, question. Like, when did you get there? So you didn't, didn't even see. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see puck drop. I didn't see the King score. All I saw, I, we got to parking. I think we finally parked at 630. We were on the road at four, uh, 637 o'clock. I want to say closer to seven. Yeah. Um. And just the parking lot was all ice and mud. And if you didn't have the right shoes, if you didn't have like, there are a lot of people apparently were not dressed for the weather. And I had told multiple people dress for the weather. It's yeah. 20 to 30 degrees outside in on a mountain. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're on a mountain. Right. <laughs> so you had wow. that. And you, so when you get into there, so the entire experience itself in the game was beautiful. Granted, if you were not on the east side of the stadium, if you saw if you were on the east side of the stadium, you were able to see quite a bit. If you were on the on the west side of the stadium, if you were on the L the L level, I think there's L, M, and U. If you were M and U, you had great seats. L nothing. You couldn't see crap on L side unless you were on the east side of the stadium. Now I Uh, saw someone posted a a picture up on uh, Twitter. And they and I can't remember what the cost of the ticket was that they had, but it, it was expensive. They were, I want to say, like whatever section they were in, but like front row, and oh. they they were basically like level with the. They couldn't see anything. No, no. Um, did you ever see the pricing that came out when this when this went down? No. Okay, so pricing structure of it was so I okay, so I'm an Avalanche season ticket holder. So I had I had pre authorization to get tickets before, and I had eight of them. I didn't got by eight. My friend of mine bought six. I bought one. Mm-hmm. It went from eighty five dollars in the upper section on the west side of the stadium down to six hundred dollars a seat in the front row on L side. Wow. wow, awful! Like I we didn't even get discounts as season ticket holders. All we got was extra to get in. That was it. Like just to buy. NHL didn't, which I can, I understand, like, if you have season ticket holders for both, for both LA and both the Avalanche, you can't, kind of can't do anything. I kind of understand, but that's ridiculous for what we got. Um, (laughs) We, yeah. So we ended up on the, on the west side or on the east side of the stadium. And I thought, and I were, we were able to see, you know, we were able to see the numbers. We were able to see the guys moving back and forth. Um, there wasn't a whole lot in the way, but I could really see why people were pissed on the west side or the east side of the well, west side of the stadium. We were on the east side. On oh. the west side of the stadium, you wouldn't have been able to see anything. There was so much clearance between that from the L, I think I, I want to say it's L2 or 3 or whatever, to right. the actual stadium, the ice. And the ice didn't even look regulation size because they had these mini Zambonis. <laughs> and I have oh, pictures, yeah. pictures of them. <laughs> they weren't even regulation size Zambonis. They were like half the size. Really? It was kind of weird. Like, now, wh- weird. what about like the 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 military, the Air Force guys? <clears throat> Those didn't look like good seats. 
they I mean, were right there. But if you yeah. were at the back of those, that row of seats, like you're looking over everybody. I, I don't know. That just seemed yeah. like it was an odd place to put them. Am I wrong? No, you're not. It was so when you're so when you were looking down. Um, so we were in L23. So we were literally so where there was the avalanche in LA. There was like these. I want to say jet looking things. I want to say right. The cadets were on the north side of the stadium, and like you said, if you were in the back on that back seat, you couldn't have been able to see crap. No, but they had the cameras moving around, and I mean, they were showing people. But I mean, I don't. The I mean, you're on metal benches too. If you didn't bring any seat yeah. warmers or blankets or anything, your butt was frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Well, watching watching from home, uh, the 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 line of sight from like the camera angle mm. was lower a little bit. So if if whenever someone's coming up that side of the ice, like the the side that's most closest to that camera angle, mm-hmm. you completely lose sight because you you get about from that player's waist up. You completely see, I didn't know you, that. You, could, you could not see the puck. Uh, you oh. couldn't see anything. And I think early on, NBC kind of noticed that. And they had this, you probably saw it there, like the, the camera that was almost like above ice. It was almost like yeah, on a that big one, arm. Yeah, that one was flying back and forth. All the yes. Way. I think they were using that more than they anticipated because you couldn't see. You couldn't see that side of the ice. So they had that up there. And that was, I mean, that, that I think that's just controlled like remotely. So it's tough to keep up with that over and over again. And that's not a good angle that you want to be watching for a full 20 minute period. Like it's just not that it's just not a good camera. So it was just from watching at home. I mean, it was the best thing about watching at home was you didn't have to drive. drive. Um, Um, Yeah. So, and so we went, so my buddy and I, you know, I asked him, I said, Hey, I'm in the, I need something to drink. Cause obviously we were in the car for three hours. I'm like, I need mm. something to drink. What do you guys need? They're like, right. well, grab us just something, some soda. And I said, okay, let me go see how bad this is. So we finally, so I get up and go, um, to the concession stand and the, the stadium was trashed. Absolutely trashed wow. crap everywhere. I mean, it, it was like just just every there's every just stuff everywhere um mm-hmm. it's like so new york city after new year's eve oh, pretty much it, it was awful right so we so i get to the line and the women's restrooms was they're both the men's one was packed the women's was just as packed too so i finally get in line and i ended up chatting with a really nice lady up in fort collins because i had my abs queen jersey so if anybody knows i'm the abs queen on twitter um uh-huh. So that's how I'm recognized. And we are sitting there talking. Well, the guy was saying, if you're in line for beer, we have no beer. (sighs) All they had left was these, the seltzers, the Tully seltzers that they were promoting the whole game. Yeah. Um, And they had that last, I heard they ran out of beer first intermission was what I heard. Um, So there was that catastrophe. Uh, And then when you got up there, I, the one uh, the concession stands ladies oh my god you just saw the dread in their face just the exhaustion and the one guy was asking he goes how have you been he goes it's been non-stop since one since we got here and we got here at two o'clock it was non-stop rush now i've worked air force games i used to work um a hot chocolate snow cone thing about like five six years ago so my son's four or five he'll be six so I want to say almost eight years ago, I worked Air Force. It is awful. Like you're downright constantly moving. You're going, you're not stopping. Right. Um, 
that was last night. And the thing is, you didn't, you didn't pay at the concession to get your food. You had to go to these little tent boxes things to pay there, which was really weird. Yeah. Never had that happen before. Typically, <laughs> like a Pepsi setter, you pay with the people. <laughs> right. But right. they were just trying to move people from what I heard. Um, well, and I heard not only did they sell out of uh, beer, but they did sell out of food at some places, too. Yeah, I, I heard the nachos were cold. Um, I <laughs> don't know about anything else. Uh, right. I didn't. We didn't get food because we were at that point. We were just pissed. We were like, okay, yeah. we'll just get drinks and go. Um, oh, so many po- like I don't. I you've been I'm sure to a bunch of ABS games as I have, and just the, the the people in general. You can just say these are good people. Like they're super. In, they're super there. They're super wanting to know. You know, make sure you're having a good time. I dealt with the most rude amount of people at the stadium. Wow. Just pushing and shoving, trying to get out of the stadium. I understand people were pissed because obviously we lost. And there was a, apparently there was an incident with the fireworks that they got too close. Something got on the ice. I heard. Oh, really? I didn't uh, hear that yeah. one yet. I heard that one. My friend Lisa, she on, uh, on Facebook, she said that one of the fireworks caught up and actually landed on the ice. Um, a couple of them were, had moved enough to the east side of the stand. So you almost could get hit with fireworks, which is kind of not cool. Wow. Well, trying to get out was even worse, was just worse. And, and if, as if things couldn't get any worse, mm-hmm. now there's the story of somebody actually dying. There's a, a civilian mm-hmm. death. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe you can kind of describe because what, what I were at where I heard that it, it happened was not at the stadium, but at some bridge near the stadium. Is this how close to the stadium was this? So what I heard, so we had left before that happened. We were already, actually, I think we were already, I was already, uh, went and saw my fiance actually at the, at the bowling alley. We finally got out. What I read was, so when you're leaving the stadium and you're, everybody had to make a left, everybody either left the South side or the North side. Um, the bridge I believe they're referencing is right near the North gate entrance, or like the, literally the gate to get into the stadium. Okay. Um, one of the guys, I believe SoCal Abs fan, he's on Twitter. Um, he said one of the guys actually saw the guy jump. I don't know if it was a Kings fan. Oh. I don't know if it was an Avs fan. I don't know if it just I, if he was just pissed off. I don't know. And that absolutely breaks my heart for that type. Like, was he just so exhausted from walking? Was he just exhausted? Like, that just breaks my heart. Like, that should not hit, that should not overshadow an event like this. And that right. really needs to be a thing to NHL and say, hey. Like everybody's referencing this as the fire festival awfulness. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it that is not what you want to be known for right now. <laughs> no, and you guys, and I understand that you want to be at the military installations and you want their money and whatever. But NHL and Air Force, they knew how this was going to be. They knew, and it it sucks that we have a death of a civilian. It wasn't yeah. even anybody military related, no. and. I mean, the parking, getting out, they finally got it to, I believe, four lanes going out was when we finally got in. But it still took us an hour and a half to get out. I had people still stuck there for two and a half hours. Moser was stuck there for two and a half hours. Really? Right? Yeah. Moser was stuck for two and a half hours. He said with a bunch of the girls, his his teenage daughter and her friends. Yeah. Rycroft said he was stuck there for two and a half hours. I mean, 
you have our abs people are stuck like that's all yeah i was thinking about that i'm like where 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 did the team go did they just wait it out at the the arena until everybody like the coast was clear because they were there for a while there's nowhere else for them to go yeah i want to say yes however like i said i i run this abs family group and i have a ton of people that see there's a there's a student entrance on the back side of the built of the air force stadium Okay. That you can get in and out a little bit easier, I guess. Like, or at least getting out of the stadium and then getting on the stadium boulevard or right. the exits out. But I don't know. Like, that's what I, we were telling my friends Hans and all that. I said, the guys have to stay. Yeah. They have to stay. They can't get into there. And who knows yeah. how soon. I don't even know when the guys showed up to the stadium unless they were there at 8 o'clock yesterday. Right. They would have had to have been because backing, because all every the traffic had already started by noon, 1 o'clock. Ugh. It was terrible. I mean, it was I, awful. It, it's amazing to me that, you know, you, you hear stories of, of people showing up, um, you know, e- even later than you did much mm-hmm. later. Some people weren't showing up till the third period. And there's yep. also reports of people leaving at the second, second intermission to beat that traffic. So yep. times when people are showing up to finally get there is the same time people are like, I'm out. Oh, I'm sure there were people that were still on I-25 that just said, screw it. I'm not going to go. Um, Grumpy or Scott, he's on Twitter. I met him on Twitter. I, like I said, most of these people are at – these were people I went – I knew from the game that were at the game. He didn't show up. He saw 20 minutes that last period, and he was fuming. Mm. He spent, eight, I want to say, seven $800 on the tickets, and he oh. did not – he got in the, the third, quarter, third, or third period, and he couldn't even enjoy it. You know, and that's, that's saying something like you want these people. They said there was 47,000 people that were at the game. I'm sure enough. They could have made 50,000 or if they were smart, they would have had this to 25,000 only allow that many people. Then that way you don't have as many problems as you did. Yeah. I mean, from top to bottom, even if the avalanche had won, that doesn't solve any of these issues. No. You know what I mean? Like we haven't even gotten to the game yet. And and right. this is just from top to bottom. Uh, if if the abs are ever looked at for another stadium series game, it is not going to be there. Sorry, it won't be at the Springs. <laughs> no, Denver. See, and the thing is, is you look at look at back at the stadium series in Coors Field. Look <laughs> at you had the light rail. You have Coors Field, who is designed for forty seven thousand yeah. people. Pepsi Center is right. designed for forty for well, I think we're twenty or twenty thousand. I think for there. But Invesco is designed for 100,000 people. Right. Car Springs is not. We are nah. a small town. I'm born and raised here in the Springs. I've seen this. And what's even worse, and I don't know if you know, we have a local President's Day hockey tournament that is also going on in town. And every studio device in this town is being used for that youth hockey tournament. Is mm-hmm. just people. <laughs> we are so packed with people. Wow. I, I think like on paper... It on paper it looked good because you're involving the military mm-hmm. and the logistics of it just did not didn't didn't pan out. So no. yeah, mm-hmm. I, so let's get to the actual game then. <laughs> from, from from what you saw, this uh-huh. was not this was not their best effort uh, by a long shot this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, being there it, once you got into your seat and mm-hmm. the anger maybe. I don't know if the anger ever subsided, but um, because you finally get there and then you witness your team playing their most god awful game of the year, what was it like watching them play? It was just a struggle. 
well, seems like all, okay. all game long. Well, obviously I missed the first period. So people on, or everybody else will have to see how that one went. When I we got there for a second period, you could tell they were they were running the they were shifting pretty quickly. They were short shifting everybody pretty quickly. And yeah. um the ice looked choppy, which I think we they had issues with that previously at the stadium at the Coors one. Um mm-hmm. it just got choppy. And I think any winter classic or stadium series gets choppy. Um, which yeah. you think for here as being cold as it is that it would actually freeze better, maybe. The puck was bouncing really weird. Um, the the guys I don't know. Like they had a good, they had several good offensive chances. There was, there was one, I think Landy was up there. He was shooting the puck, but it just wasn't going in. Um, yeah, they was, had, mm-hmm. oddly enough, the, the period that you missed was, yeah. was their best. They they started out their very first offensive rush. They had three shots, like bam, bam, bam like one right after the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were like, yeah, they're up for this game. Like, right. why wouldn't, why wouldn't you be, you know, this atmosphere, and then from then on, it was just they, they had a lot of shots on goal, but mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't generate anything. It seemed like for some reason. Well, and it was well, and I, and I wonder because that the corners, I don't and that's what I'm wondering if that if that rink was just not it wasn't regulation size. I don't think that thing was regulation size. Um, not I think a it was everything else about the day was a disaster. Maybe they made the, the rink wrong, too. Who knows? It probably <laughs> I wouldn't be. Well, they had many Zambonis, for God's sake. I'm sure they did. <laughs> But I, I don't know, like it went to the corner and it seemed, seemed at times that puck just wasn't sliding. And that's where I think really? that top of the ice came in. It just wasn't sliding. The guys were stuck in the corners. And I mean, I, I cannot, I, I got to give credits to Quick. Quick looked good last night, you know. Yeah. And obviously he hasn't been on, you know, he doesn't have a great defense in front of him. Um, Gruby, and, and, I, and I missed when Gruby got hurt because I was in line getting drinks. So when Gruby got hurt, I guess, uh, I don't know who hit him. Hmm. One of the guys I don't, um, was, I don't know who got Gruby because one of it, our guys did. It was one of our guys. I can't remember if that man had who it was. Um, man, but he, but he, yeah, he kind of like rear-ended him, and oh. uh, yeah, he went down pretty hard. I don't, I haven't heard anything today. Not that I was expecting it, but um, all I know is they they called up. Uh, I can't remember the name of that guy that they called up. Uh, the one that Hunter they just Misk. signed in the minors. Hunter What's that? Misk. Hunter Misk. Yes, yeah, they guy. called him up, so it can't be. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But it didn't. It didn't look good, and and it just again, just everything else that could have went wrong from yeah, top to bottom did, including our goalie getting hurt by the by the backside of our own player. So yeah, and I know that Calvi got I think it was hurt. Calvert. Too. Now I'm now I'm thinking about it, not to cut you off. But I think I think it was Calvert. I'm almost positive it was him. And but he's hurt anyway. too. He got hurt last night too. No. <sighs> When so did he get like, hurt? I didn't see that. When did he? Oh I, no, I did see. Yeah, he kind of like limped off after. I think right. He was and he was putting pucks on the net. He was trying like hell. Mac, I felt like was a ghost last night. I didn't see him very much. I saw Landy. Landy was landing checks left and right. Z was doing really well on his checks. Um, I I didn't see Mac and Rance. I didn't see neither. Like it was they were like ghosts. Now Com- Comfy was doing really well. I saw him quite yeah. a bit. Jost was doing. I know Joseph has a lot of people, you know, get on Joseph, but he mm-hmm. was putting a lot of effort in last night. And I have to give him credit for that. Um, yes. For what I saw anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Belly was, right. and Belly was there up there too. And, and Chushkin. I mean, everybody, I, I, I think everybody from that second line down put a lot of pressure that what first line. No, but I did. The other thing is I noticed with the game is it re- really fast. 
there was not a lot of penalties called. Um, there was the one that Berkey got called on, but the the rest let a couple things go, which they should have called on, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. I think there was a couple of checks that got there, high sticks that didn't get called last night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I, I understand that you want to get people out of there because it's it's cold as crap, and I understand that. But still, and that's one of the biggest problems I have even on playoffs is that they they let some stuff just go, clear stuff go even in playoffs, and they were letting that go last night too. Well, they they had what was it like two was it was it two penalties and then mm-hmm. immediately caused a you know took a penalty was that? Well, Kings had a Kings had a power or Kings had a penalty. I think it was a high stick. And then Berkey, yeah. I don't know what Berkey's penalty was because I couldn't hear the damn ref in it. <laughs> I, I was like, what? Why? Did, <laughs> Berkey didn't do anything. Why are you making this call? It was weird. It was so weird. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Uh, but let's I, see. But Go I ahead. didn't see any other penalties. And that's the thing is last night there were not a lot of penalties called. There was not a lot of stoppage of plays, which I know no. with like NBC, you're going to have your TV timeouts. Which they took a lot last night. What I saw, yeah, uh, it didn't seem like anything different um, in terms of of commercial breaks. But um, I'm, I'm sure they threw a couple extra in there. But in, and then you know, I don't know if the intermissions were extended up by a few minutes with the whole music thing going on. I don't know if I mean there's a good amount of time in between periods anyway. But I don't know if they extended that. It's almost like a Super Bowl halftime thing. I don't know, but they might have thrown a, a couple additional ones in there. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, it it was it was just a. It's like I said, we were looking forward to this for mm-hmm. a, a year. Yeah, and the product that we got, like I said, from from just how the abs played to the execution of the whole event, just seems like it was just a big letdown yeah and you know we take this as okay we're i think we're 20 some games out from playoffs i believe yeah or i don't think it's quite 30 anymore um you know we're 20 games out and this is the event of the year that we're supposed to be ready for Mm -hmm. the answers the abs were doing great against you know our the crappy teams you know we we beat um ottawa we had um Oh God! What was the, what was our our last road trip? We were uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, the Columbus game was a, an amazing game. Columbus was then. great. I yep. mean, we had these teams that are below us in standings. We had a chance to take first in the Western Conference because St. Louis lost last night. Um, and I I don't know. Like you you just I felt like the guys and I and I'm sure that they were tired. They were cold. It's mm-hmm. not an environment they're used to. Um, so I can't, I'm, I'm not mad if they asked for the, what they did. Granted, I don't think Frankie was ready because, you know, he's Groovy's your starter for this amazing game. Yeah. You don't have your backup pretty much ready, which really sucks because granted, look at what happened with us earlier this year. We had both of yeah. our backups back there <laughs> playing their hearts out. And but... and the two goals that they gave up, well, the one that Grubauer gave up was just a fluke goal. I don't know how the right. replays yeah, were going that in there. Was a fluke. And and even uh, the one that uh, Francois gave up, if it, you if you watch the replay, uh, Gerard is just just skating in front of him at just the right time, and he just mm-hmm. had had enough of, of uh, angle to block him, 
Right. Where if if he didn't skate in front of him, that was probably easy. So yeah, no, yeah, and 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 you know, it and Gerard had the goal. You know, goal. Right. He had the goal. Yeah. And it's one of those. It's like okay, and, and you know, at least it wasn't a blowout, which I have, to, which I I'm thankful for that. It wasn't a blowout. It was actually, you know, if you take the empty net gate goal out, and you look at the two to one, okay that's okay. You know, we didn't give up a whole lot of goals in the, in the cold. We didn't, you know, Gruby unfortunately went out. Frankie did play really well for what he did. Um, but I, that ice in the puck just wasn't sliding. I don't think as well as it should have been. Yeah. And, and you know, the, you guys have been getting weather there <laughs> before yeah. the game. So, or, you know, the days leading up to the game, which, you know, these guys are professionals who are taking care of the ice, but it's not good when you have, you know, a sheet of, of snow on top of ice and you have to get rid of that. I'm sure try as they might. It's still, like you said, was not in, in you know, perfect indoor Pepsi arena or right. Pepsi Center uh, ice. Uh, that, that's kind of, you know, you got to kind of play in the conditions and that's that's the chance you take playing these games. Yeah, you do. And yeah, because we had had, we had what, three snowstorms? I think we had about three snowstorms. They started working on it two weeks ago um, mm -hmm. for the state because they had the lights all on. So they were working around the clock. So it wasn't like they stopped a lot. Right. Um, because every time you drove up the highway, you saw the lights on. Um, right. We had three major, three pretty decent snowstorms within, you know, back to back to back. And then now we have another snowstorm coming in tomorrow and Tuesday, and we have CC Air Force play tomorrow. And then Lewis Palmer Pine Creek, which is the local high schools, they're playing Tuesday at the stadium. So okay. positive they're using the ice for more than just one game, which right. is great. But yep. then again, do people really want to take that chance again? Oof. I, you, I think they scared away a lot of people. I, I don't, I don't oh, think... Yeah. I mean, if there was a youth hockey game going on there where 100 people show up, I don't think anybody would want to go just out of sheer panic yeah. that it's something's going to go wrong with 100 people at this place. You know, it's just got to, everyone has a bad taste in their mouth right now because of this thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't help. It, it, it's, it's devastating for, you know, for the, and I'm, like I said, I'm not mad at the Avs. I'm not mad at the Kings. They just, they came to play. It's not right. their, really their fault. It's more the logistics of the Air Force Academy, the city of Colorado Springs, and NHL to say, hey, we might need some help, but you didn't. And right. I like the Springs has a whole budget, but that's all it. That's another <laughs> discussion. But. All right. Well, uh, what we're going to do is, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of, this will be our, our segment for today, mm -hmm. the stadium series segment, and then we will break this up and we'll still release a part on Friday. So we'll have a, yeah. we'll, we'll record that and we'll do a, a whole history of Nikki field and the Colorado avalanche. And we'll have that come out Friday. How's that? Sound? That works. Good? Yeah. All right. that works so, so, uh, we'll cut this one off and you know, I, I, I'm sorry it was such a dismal experience. Uh, but, at least you have stories to tell, right? I do. And it was funny right. when after, after I got done, I went and saw my fiance and uh, I went to Bowling Alley and I just, and he looked at me and he goes, babe, you're dead. I said, <laughs> uh, honey, I don't, I don't know what to do. I I'm sitting there. I'm just walking because like I had been sitting the whole time. I just need to walk to move. <laughs> and right. I finally got in. I finally got home about 1130 midnight last night. And it takes me about 30 minutes typically to get home from there. Mm. And I just, I crashed. I just dead. Mm just dead mm. so. all right well yeah 
Well, you survived, and yeah. I saw someone's going to make shirts like I survived the Avalanche Stadium Series yeah, game, so I, I think you deserve one of those. Because of that, <laughs> because unfortunately that death, I think they said, Avs fam, I think said they weren't going to do it now. They so might, I, no, I, that's I, true. I didn't even put those two together. Yeah, that's probably yeah. not a good idea. For, so. Yeah, All right. unfortunately. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll call this one, and then uh, we'll have a whole other segment with Nikki on Friday, but Woo-hoo. thank you for uh, everything that you weathered to bring us <laughs> that first hand sure. experience. I appreciate it. Of course. All right. And we will be right back. All right. So big thank you to Nikki for coming on and sharing her experience with the stadium series game as I don't want to say uneventful because it was definitely eventful, maybe just not in a positive way, but uh, man, what a time it seems like good and bad, but mostly maybe leaning towards the bad. Um, but stories to tell, like we said, and I kind of had an idea this was going to happen because a lot of people want to know what went on in that stadium series game. And Nikki gave you a firsthand account of her experience, which I'm sure a lot of people have something similar to what she went through. So because of that, we are going to break up her, her uh, interview, I guess, in uh, the, the second part of that, which is the main focus of the Fandom Friday segment, will be on Friday. Um, and we just went ahead, read ahead and uh, recorded that as well. And she gets into her whole uh, history of being an Avs fan and some really cool things that she does with uh, tickets that she has and how she can give them out to specific people. I won't uh, spoil that now. You have to turn into uh, Friday's episode to hear all about that. So uh, we're going to cut it short for now I know the abs are going up against uh, Tampa Bay tomorrow so we will uh, preview that game and anything else that might be coming out of avalanche world in terms of injuries and things like that maybe any trade updates uh, we'll get into the the trade that didn't happen uh, on Monday uh, and whatever that's that is what it is but that's good. It's going to happen when social media gets a hold of something. Uh, they want to report on things that never happened. So we'll talk about all that tomorrow. So that's going to be it for today, guys. Let's get this stadium series stuff out of our heads as quickly as possible. Big thank you to Nikki. We'll see her again on Friday. And that's going to be it. So here is Miss Jovi. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.